I don't believe in canceling your social life to get in shape. However, I also don't believe you can make any long lasting changes without some form of shift in your current lifestyle. So where is the middle point? The point where you can still get the type of results you want, but without a big overhaul to the way you approach your social life. The reason why I love this topic so much is because it's a very real situation that the majority of my clients go through. They're almost always trying to balance their home life, their work life, and their social life. And the good news is that it's 100% doable. And in today's episode, I want to go through some of the different approaches that you can take along with some tried and tested tricks and tips on how you can do this. So the first step is establishing what type of changes that you want to make to your lifestyle. Some of us want to continue going out three to five times per week. Some of us recognize that now is the time for change and want to bring this down to once a week or every now and then. Determine honestly which side of the spectrum that you fall on. If you say that you only want to go out for socials every now and then, but then you end up out three times a week, it's probably a sign that you're not ready to adjust too much. And this isn't an issue per se, you just need to be honest with yourself so a plan can be created on how to accommodate these socials that you're going out to. It's better to do this than to continue lying to yourself, especially if your actions don't back up your words. The next is how differently you want to behave in the socials that you attend. If you're someone who does want to reduce the amount of socials they're having, it's going to be way easier for you. It's far easier to be flexible when you have just one to two socials every couple of weeks versus three to four every single week. Most people come to me as they recognize that the way they're handling their socials is simply not helping their goals or their health and they are indeed ready for a change. Others might want to maintain the way they've been doing things and could even be experiencing a hard time when it comes to letting go of who they've been in these socials too. This is very overlooked as if you've been the life of the party for years on end, that change is quite a significant one. And that's the next area you'll want to recognize. How are you going to handle the peer pressure? The people who tell you that you're now boring, that you're practically 70 years old because of the choices that you're making, the ones that tell you that they miss the old you. Tell me, how are you going to handle that? It doesn't matter if you've got the nicest friends or family in the world, you're probably going to experience these. Even if you only make the small and minimal changes to your lifestyle, especially if it's not in alignment with who you've been in the past. So are you okay with that? Can you handle this? Again, another thing that you really want to be honest with yourself about. And as we move on to the specific tactics that you can use, I am going to be real with you here and tell you that if you want the best possible results, it is going to be better to keep the socials well managed from a food and drink perspective rather than be flexible every single time. It is of course going to be easier if your social life is on the quieter side versus the crazier side. That's just the reality of the situation. There's less variables to manage and therefore a higher chance of success. However, it doesn't mean that you can't get results if you're on the other side of this, you've just got to be aware that you might not achieve those same results at the speed that you would like to. So choose wisely when determining this. If you're signing up for a coaching program, for example, maybe you do want to keep things tighter for the next six months or so in order to maximize your results. And following this, you can regain a little more flexibility in these situations. Or maybe not, but you'll need to be open to the fact that your journey could end up taking double the time, for example. So now we've determined what side of the spectrum we fall on. Now we want to dive into the specific strategies wherever you find yourself on this spectrum. First one here is to use your weekdays to your advantage. Most of us have a heavier social calendar on the weekends, drinks with friends, date nights with our partners, birthdays to celebrate. You may have some things going on over the weekdays, but based on my own social calendar and 80 to 90% of the rest of the world, it's usually going to be much busier on the weekends. So if we want to accommodate these weekends, we need to take advantage of Monday to Friday. The weekdays are where you'll need to aim to complete as much of your training and cardio as possible. The weekdays are where you'll need to stay on point 
improve your nutrition and have minimal slip-ups. The weekdays are where you'll need to make the majority of your progress for the week. This has been something I've been personally focusing on these past weeks since entering a bit of a mini fat loss phase. In the past, it wouldn't bother me too much about being on point during the weekends, but since being in a relationship, that's not much of reality anymore. And we like to go out on the weekends, eat food together, etc. So throughout the week, my girlfriend and I commit to our nutrition being on point. We complete a minimum of four training sessions. We drink plenty of water. We do our best to sleep well. And then when the weekend comes around, we give ourselves as much flexibility as we want to. Last week, we went to two buffets and I'm being completely serious here. The buffets in Mexico are unlike anything else I've ever seen. And given we're in no rush to achieve our goals, we're giving ourselves this freedom. What usually ends up happening is that we have great weigh-ins from Monday to Friday. And then from Saturday to Monday, the weight increases, but then it starts to come back down again. As I'm recording this on a Friday morning, we're both at our lowest weigh-ins during this journey so far. So whilst it continues to work, we'll continue to do it. We feel zero restriction and actually enjoy the structure of the weekdays and how we feel on these days. And I know it might sound like I'm contradicting myself, but the key is not to go crazy on the weekends. Elliot, you just told me you went to two buffets. Yep, I'm sorry, but I'll explain my approach in a minute. But it's really about listening to your cravings. What do you genuinely want? What will get you to Monday feeling great? Whatever that is, go for it. Don't go crazy. And although you may increase your weight come Monday, by Tuesday or Wednesday, you should be back down to your lowest. But a caveat here, if you're not, it probably means you need to be a little less crazy on the weekends or make some adjustments to your weekdays. And finally, if you have a time frame to achieve your goals, I wouldn't be doing this every week. And when I do want to accelerate my progress, I will not be doing this every week. Number two is to learn how to manage your socials in a different way. If you're used to eating and drinking a fair amount, it might be time to find a different approach. You might be able to do this if you've got a social once in a while, but if you've got three to four socials a week, and there's a few tips I can give you here on how to approach this. First up is to determine the socials that you actually want to be flexible in. If you're going to your cousin's cousin's friend's son's birthday party, it might not be the type of occasion where you really want to blow too many calories on. However, if you're going on a date with your partner to your favorite restaurant, then that's probably the time to enjoy yourself. So look at your calendar for the week and determine which socials you'll be tighter at and the ones you're going to be more flexible at. Second, have an alcohol strategy. I've discussed this many times before in previous episodes, but determine what your drinking strategy is. Is it a two to three drink limit? Is it a one soft drink for every alcohol drink? Is it holding a glass for as long as possible to make it seem like you're drinking more? Is it pretending your diet Coke is a vodka and Coke? Is it sticking to clear spirits and low calorie mixers? Whatever it is, make sure you have this clearly planned ahead of the social. Third, start being picky. This ties into my first point. Do you really want to go out to that leaving deal with a colleague that you actually never spoke to? Do you really want to go to the pub after work even when you went yesterday? Probably not. Be more selective about the social events that you want to attend, your time is valuable and you're probably struggling to find enough hours in a day as it is. So rather than going to every social occasion under the sun, primarily go to the ones that you want to. This way you'll have more time to yourself and a much better chance of staying on track. Number three on my list today is to find new ways of socializing. If every time you go to a social event, it's in a bar or a restaurant, there's no doubt that that's going to make it harder to stay on track. If you're constantly around food and drink that's not super conducive to your plan, then you're going to feel like you're missing out more and you're going to have to use more willpower too. So where possible, start to switch the places that your socials take place. Instead of the after work drink with a friend, opt for an after work coffee. Instead of that double date at a restaurant, choose to host at your home instead. 
instead of the breakfast on a Saturday morning, go for a walk, a run, or a fitness class instead. You may not be able to do this in every single occasion, but if you're used to having, say, four socials a week, and you're able to do this with just one each week, 25% of your social occasions just got easier. And not only will they be easier, there's a good chance that they may even help with your goals too. But Elliot, my friends will never buy into this. They only want to meet at the pub. This may be true, but at the end of the day, it's your decision of whether you go or not. If you're constantly meeting your friends at the pub one or more times a week and are frustrated by your lack of progress, unfortunately, that is on you. No one is forcing you to drink. No one is forcing you to go to the pub or restaurant. These are your decisions and your goals are your responsibilities. And the final piece of advice today ties into that point nicely. You're in control of the decisions you make you, no one else. Your colleagues aren't to blame if you have too many drinks. Your friends aren't to blame if you have too many slices of pizza. Your partner isn't to blame if you start eating ice cream with them. You can enjoy the best of both worlds, but you have to recognize that there's an outcome to every decision you make, some that will lead you to your goals and others that will send you in the other direction. And ultimately, if you want to move in the direction of your goals, then you need to make more decisions in alignment with them. It might not be easy, but it is what's required. So team, I hope that helps and remember you can get results whilst maintaining your social life. It may look a little different to what it did before, but you can certainly get the best of both worlds. So I hope that helped. Take care and I'll speak to you all very, very soon. And that was the Simply Fit Podcast. I hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode. I feel inspired to improve your health and well-being. Be sure to search for Simply Fit in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.